Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Sports Time Machine here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. I'm Anna Kagaraikis, and each week we head down memory lane as I take you back in time and remember some of the greatest moments in sports history. Leave your flux capacitor at home. All you need to do is subscribe to the show on iTunes or any of your other favorite directories like Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. Now this week in history, there's a lot of great things that happen. From records being broken to the first time for leagues or the first time for games as we know it. So much to look forward to. So now, let's step into the sports time machine. Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. Gotta get back in time. We start first on April 5th. In 1984, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar breaks Wilt Chamberlain's all-time career scoring record of 31,419 points by firing a 12-foot skyhook over a defender. The basket came with 8 minutes, 53 seconds to play against the Utah Jazz. Magic That's look. It. it says to Kareem, yeah. come on down here, big fella, put in a chair. The crowd stands for Kareem to get the ball. Everybody's waving their arms. It's in to Kareem. Kareem swing left, right hand, 12-footer, good! The pictures tell the words. They love their captain. They love their leader. And suffice to say, ladies and gentlemen, the new king of scoring has ascended his throne. His mama, his father, what an emotional moment. And the kind of a shot that I dreamed about for three weeks that he would make, Keith, the hook shot. This man has accomplished something that I don't believe, and I mean this sincerely, I don't think this will ever happen again. Sound courtesy of the NBA. That basket gave Kareem 22 points on the night and 31,421 in his career. The 37-year-old was taken out of the game after a prolonged ovation and ceremony. He finished the night by making 10 of 14 shots, grabbing five boards, and tallying three assists. The Lakers won 129-115. to Over 18,000 fans gathered at the Thomas & Mock Center in Las Vegas. He finished his career with 38,387 points. In addition to his all-time scoring record, Abdul-Jabbar held the league record for most minutes played at 54,446 and most blocked shots with 3,189. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1995. Now, purists may argue that Abdul-Jabbar attained the record in 15 seasons rather than 14 in which Chamberlain did it, or that he needed 1,166 games, 121 more than Chamberlain played. But Chamberlain also played 47,859 minutes, while Kareem played only 45,625. So, it's up to you. April 6, 1896, 
The first modern Summer Olympic Games opened in Athens, Greece. The long-lost tradition was reborn in Athens 1,500 years after being banned by Roman Emperor Theodosius I as part of his effort to suppress paganism in the Roman Empire. The ancient Olympics held every four years occurred during a religious festival honoring the Greek god Zeus. Fast forward, this Olympic Games was organized by the International Olympic Committee, which had been created by French aristocrat Pierre de Coubertin. It was held in Athens, Greece from the 6th to 15th of April in 1896. At the opening of the Athen Games, King Yorgos I of Greece and a crowd of 60,000 spectators welcomed athletes from 13 nations to the international competition. 280 participants competed in 43 events, which covered track and field, swimming, gymnastics, cycling, wrestling, weightlifting, fencing, shooting, and tennis. All of the competitors were men, and even a few of the entrants were tourists who happened to stumble upon the games and were actually allowed to sign up. Americans won nine out of 12 of these events, including athlete James Connolly, who became the first modern Olympic champion by winning the triple jump, which back then was two hops and a jump. The 1896 Olympics also featured the first marathon competition. Now this followed the 25-mile route that was run by a Greek soldier who brought the news of a victory over the Persians from Marathon to Athens back in 490 B.C. April 7th. In 1969 was the debut of the closer in baseball. In Cincinnati, in front of a sellout crowd of more than 30,000 fans, the Reds gave the ball to starter Gary Nolan, while the L.A. Dodgers sent Don Drysdale to the mound. Now Drysdale set a team record with his seventh opening day start. 20-year-old Nolan had a career record of 23-12 in his first two big league seasons with the Reds, pitching 12 complete games and seven shutouts. While Drysdale finished the 1968 campaign with an impressive 2.15 ERA, he earned the right to be the opening day starter, but it didn't begin the way he had hoped. Fans in Cincy were treated to back-to-back home runs in the first inning by Pete Rose and Bobby Tolan. In the bottom of the seventh, Dodgers manager Walter Alston called Bill Singer into the game. Drysdale had faced 23 batters after six innings and had departed with the lead. In his seventh inning debut, Singer retired Johnny Bench, Tommy Helms, and Woody Woodward. With three scoreless, hitless innings, he faced 10 batters and allowed only one walk, finishing the game. Finishing the game. Singer recorded the first official save in Major League history. He would make only four more relief appearances the rest of his career and record just one more save. He pitched a no-hitter for the Dodgers in 1970, but is remembered most for making history in relief on April 7, 1969. We turn the calendar to April 8th. In 1966, the renegade Raider Al Davis was chosen as the commissioner for the American Football League. At just 36 years old, Davis was the coach and general manager of the Oakland Raiders. He would replace Joe Foss and change direction of the league and the sport forever. Davis was recognized for his organizational ability and coaching skill, 
but also he was the only man who could take on the NFL in a battle that would shape the league into the way we know it today. So make sure to listen to episode 20 of Sports Time Machine for my interview with the Princess of Darkness, Amy Trask, as we remember the life and legacy of Al Davis. It was also on this day in 1974 that Hammer and Hank made history. Four days earlier, he tied Babe Ruth's record of 714 home runs. But it was on this day in history that he broke the Babe's record in Atlanta. One ball and no strike. Aaron waiting. The outfield deep and straight away. Fastball is a high drive into deep left center field. Buckner goes back to the fence. It is gone. What a marvelous moment for baseball. What a marvelous moment for Atlanta and the state of Georgia. What a marvelous moment for the country and the world. A black man is getting a standing ovation in the deep south for breaking a record of an all-time baseball idol. And it is a great moment for all of us, and particularly for Henry Aaron, who was met at home plate not only by every member of the Braves, but by his father and mother. He threw his arms around his father, and as he left the home plate area, his mother came running across the grass, threw her arms around his neck, kissed him for all she was worth. As Aaron circled the bases, the Dodgers on the infield shook his hand, and that was a memorable moment. Aaron is being mobbed by photographers. He is holding his right hand high in the air. And for the first time in a long time, that poker face of Aaron shows the tremendous strain and relief of what it must have been like to live with for the past several months. It is over. At 10 minutes after 9 in Atlanta, Georgia, Henry Aaron has eclipsed the mark April 9, 1945. The NFL commissioner, Elmer Layden, decided that he needed to shake things up. Bare, hairy legs was an issue for him. On this day, it became mandatory for NFL players to wear long stockings that reached up to the knee. Now, the rules became more specific, saying, quote, NFL players are required to dress to the highest level of professionalism. A player's appearance on the field conveys a message regarding the image of the league and directly affects the league's reputation and success. I do wonder what he would have thought about those uniforms, though, that we see on the field today, especially those Thursday night color rush uniforms. April 9th is also an important day in baseball history because in 1947, Jackie Robinson became the first black player of the 20th century to sign an MLB contract. Brooklyn Dodgers GM Branch Rickey announced that the team had bought Robinson's contract from the Montreal Royals. The contract was signed four days before Robinson's historic debut. It guaranteed the Dodgers would pay him $5,000 for the season. And that historic document has now been appraised for more than $36 million. April 10th is Golfer's Day. In 1916, the Professional Golfers Association of America was formed with 35 charter members. Rodman Wanamaker, 
the son of the pioneering founder of Wanamaker Department Stores, which is now known as Macy's, proposed that the newly formed organization hold an annual tournament and offer to donate money for the trophy and prize fund. The first annual PGA Championship was held that year in October and took place in Bronxville, New York. April 11th. Babe Ruth is known for slugging, but he could also pitch. Before his contract was purchased by the Yankees from the Red Sox in January of 1920, the left-hander had compiled a 91-46 record for Boston. And on this day in 1917, the 22-year-old led off a terrific season by showing off his pitching prowess against the Yankees in Boston's 10-3 victory, allowing just three hits on the day. Ruth went on that year to compile a 24-13 record with 35 complete games, six shutouts, and an ERA of 201. The babe impressed on both sides of the diamond. And now it's time for some birthday shoutouts. Happy birthday to NFL twins Rondé and Tiki Barber. Baseball Hall of Fame pitcher Jim Catfish Hunter. Hall of Fame halfback and founder and first coach for the Green Bay Packers, Curly Lambeau. Actor Dennis Quaid, who starred in the film The Rookie. And of course, the big man himself, NFL coach and sports commentator, John Madden. A very happy birthday to all of you. And that will do it today for Sports Time Machine. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and rate Sports Time Machine on iTunes. We're also available on all your other favorite directories like Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find the show at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Anna Kagarakis. That's K-A-G-A-R-A-K-I-S. And I'm on Instagram at Anna Kags. If you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Well, time flies when you're having fun. Thanks for heading down memory lane with me. I'm Anna Kagarakis, and we'll talk soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.